Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the My Tech Decisions Podcast. Today's episode is about Infocom, the largest US-based professional audiovisual trade show taking place next week in Las Vegas. Much of the show's educational sessions, speaking panels, and exhibitors are focusing on conferencing and collaboration, which, as we all know, has been a huge part of any IT professional's job over the last two years. Some of these technologies might be relatively new to regular IT workers, many of whom have been tasked with building out their organization's conferencing capabilities since the pandemic began. So Infocom is a great place to learn about networked AV technologies and conferencing and collaboration technologies. To talk about this is David Lebuskis, the CEO of Avixa, the AV trade association that operates the Infocom show. Before we get to David, here's a quick reminder to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google, and Spotify to hear regular interviews with workplace technology experts that can help you make the best decisions for your organization. And now here's David Lebuskis. So I'm on a lot of uh, IT forums on on Reddit, um, and you know, I'm obviously on Twitter, and I follow you know a lot of IT folks. And um, they, I mean, since over the last few years, they've been tasked with really building out their you know organizations' conferencing rooms, and and you know now they're supporting Zoom rooms and Teams rooms, um, and you know they're having a little bit of a tough go of it because they're not you know. They don't have a big background in in this kind of you know uh, AV and system integration work, um, and I know Infocom has been you know trying to cater towards IT folks and end users a, a bit more in, in, in the last few years. Uh, so yeah, can you talk about that? You know what has Avix and Infocom done uh, over the last few years to attract more IT folks and and you know bring them more educational content? Yeah, happy to Zach. Um, and, and certainly understand how you set that up, um, with respect to, um, the challenges that, uh, people tradition in traditional IT departments are facing that they didn't necessarily face before mm-hmm. some of that, uh, conferencing communication technology, the utilization of conference rooms to connect people around the world, um, was, was always there, but I think it was there, um, as a, add-on to ensuring that um, the in-room technology worked effectively, the controls within the room worked effectively. Mm-hmm. So in the DNA of, of VIXA and um, all of the exhibitors at Infocom is this application of technology to connect people to people. And um, the professionals that are um, having to sort of learn this on the fly and respond and react, um, have a have a home in Avixa and have a enormous resource in the week of Infocom education as well as the show itself. Um, within Infocom itself, we have about 20 sessions um, that are focused on the world of IT uh, mm-hmm. and network AV. Um, we've got sessions that are exploring different aspects of AV over IP, uh, network security, cloud infrastructure, HDBT technology. 
we've got a uh, point of view uh, IT end users session yep. uh, where IT end users are going to talk about uh, current technology challenges. They're going to talk about the opportunities they face. Um, and they're going to talk about uh, management of all of the aspects of IT from data security to reliability, uh, keeping technology up to date. We have a trend forecast uh, presentation that's going to talk about IT and network AV. Mm. That's a panel that'll look at uh, insights into security considerations um, that are created as more AV equipment is uh, put onto the network. Right. So it's not just the application of the technology to connect people, but it's uh, in many cases, unfamiliar technology, unfamiliar devices to mm. a person that may have been in their IT profession for years, um, uh, likely has not been involved in connecting a networked microphone or loudspeaker or uh, whiteboard to the network and understanding how to do that and do that in a secure fashion. Absolutely. Um, I'll just keep building on that uh, for, for you to use. Uh, so that that's really focused in on what's happening in Las Vegas the second week of June, right? But um, Avixa has been um, tailoring messaging and training to this audience for some time. And um, that's evident in features like our power hour sessions. Uh, we have a newsletter that is specifically focused on the topic of conferencing and collaboration. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got an AV over IP foundations uh, package that includes 18 uh, parts of bite-sized chunks to help students um, digest the various aspects of doing AV over IP. Um, Oftentimes, when we're presenting that information to an AV professional, we're introducing IP, right? right. But the, uh, uh, the, the, the IT professional, we're probably doing more introduction of AV. Uh -huh. um, and maybe using that sentence as a build on, that's maybe the most important reason for the IT professionals to come to Infocom is the opportunity to meet and network with people that um, if speak a dialect of each other, right? And um, the, the key here is not to necessarily take a network engineer and turn them into an AV professional or take an AV professional and turn them into a network engineer. The key is to have them interact with each other and discover the expertise that each of them brings to solving the problems that are faced in today's enterprise. Mm -hmm. And I say enterprise, but I mean, these are the same challenges that are faced in houses of worship, in stadiums, in right. places of education. It's how do we make the technology secure and effective how do we address the challenges that are faced by the users each day with that technology? But most importantly, and ultimately, how do we create an experience that um, 
effectively connects people that are not together in the same physical space and facilitates collaboration, discovery, problem solving, strategy setting, customer service. If we miss on any of those, uh, we probably can be reasonably successful, but I oftentimes describe that as you know, pushing a grocery cart down the aisle with one of the wheels out of alignment. You, right. we've, all, we've all done that. It can be done, but it's a lot of work and it's not a great application of the tool. Right. Um, in today's environment, we could, we could probably have a whole nother conversation about which of those wheels, for example, is more important. Um, but the conversations about return to office and hybrid work um, almost always lead to a um, more of an emphasis on the carrot than the stick, creating an environment within the corporate space that actually attracts workers to return. And that that is going to depend on EV. And in most of those cases, um, the IT department is being charged to fix that problem. And they, they need the resources. And those resources um, can be seen, they can be touched, they can be heard, they can be felt in Vegas. They can be learned about online uh, as well as in person at that event. Uh, and Avix is the resource for that. Right. Um, yes, yeah, so you mentioned, you mentioned uh, um, cybersecurity a lot, and that's something that I think IT folks are, are glad that you guys are, and I think that AV industry as a whole, I think IT folks are glad that the AV industry as a whole is, you know, thinking about uh, security a little bit more. Um, not sure if you saw this maybe a, a maybe a month or two ago. Um, now I don't remember which company, which cybersecurity company, you know, detected this, but there was um, a, a pretty large scale, like nation state, attack that was uncovered and the attackers were leveraging like an like a internet connected conferencing camera to to kind of um you know maintain persistence and and whatever victims IT environment it was and um and that that jumped out that jumped out at me that uh, I think you know this industry still has a little bit of ways to go um to adopt some of those you know network security best practices that you know IT is all too familiar with so do you do you think that you know, this continuing merging of, of IV and AT is, is helping AV better understand the importance of security by bringing more IT folks into the fold? Absolutely. Uh, I think that's, um, I, every, every sort of sub-industry that connects to the network is recognizing uh, the importance of cybersecurity, the importance of um following through with the same um rigor that uh desktops and laptops and more traditional devices hanging on that network um have have evolved from um you know, there's there's countless examples of this i mean you mentioned a, a conferencing camera but there's uh you know building management systems thermostats that have been um, at, at, at a point of vulnerability. Um, 
point of sale systems and card swipes have been utilized. Um, really, the the point, uh, the, the, the fundamental fact um, is, I finally get to do a recording where my dog works. I don't know if you could hear him or not. Yeah, I can. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> it's I think the third time he's barked this year. Oh, well. um, <laughs> The like a big dog. <laughs> he he is a big dog. He's a yellow yeah. lab. He's got uh -huh. a he's got a good bark, but all he's doing yeah. is actually saying somebody's uh, trying to come in and say hi to him. Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, the 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 vulnerabilities that are created by putting something on the network again, it's really uh, you know this is the um, point of um, having them come to Infocom. Right? Mm -hmm. is to ask those questions. Uh, I, think, I think the answers to those questions will be uh, in, in the vast majority of cases satisfactory. Um, our exhibitors are not naive to these challenges and to these vulnerabilities and um, are addressing them on an ongoing basis. Um, the uh, professionals that are installing and integrating these solutions with the rest of the network um, are focused more and more on leveraging the expertise of the, the cybersecurity teams within enterprises. Mm. Um, almost all of those enterprises at this point have established protocols um, with which they can um, you know, validate that the various different devices that are being um, connected uh, meet right. the corporate right. standards. Um, yeah, what, what are you hearing from you know manufacturers, manufacturers and solution providers about the value of having IT folks at conferences like Infocom? You know, are they are they learning about you know what they can do better in terms of um, not just security, but you know, I think ease of use is is a big thing. For, for IT and end users that um, AV, I think, is now just starting to kind of wrap their, wrap their, their heads around that, you know, making systems easy to use is, is, you know, one of the most important things you can do, um, especially now that they're being used more and more. Um, yeah, so, you know, what are you hearing from vendors about, you know, the, the value of having IT folks there? Uh, the, the, most, um, the most valuable people to our exhibitors, our end users. Um, right. There's, there's, and, and end users from any part of the uh, industry that AV serves, which is really every industry. Um, the, uh, the exhibitors, you know, they're, they're looking for a number of different, um, the, they, they, they extract value from being a part of a show in a number of different ways. That's a better way of starting that sentence. So one of them, of course, is brand presence, right? If, if you know, exhibitor XYZ has a huge presence, is a supporting sponsor for the show, um, this gathering of people, their brand is reinforced with that. Um, there's another group of people within each of the exhibitors that are looking for uh, lead development, right? We want to meet new customers, potential new customers. Um, there's also a group that are interested in um, channel reach, right? Um, we work with these partners. This is our opportunity to bring all of those partners together 
and demonstrate our commitment to them and learn from them what they want. Mm -hmm. um, another key part of what exhibitors get from participating in an event like this is exposure to the actual end users and having an opportunity to have real in-depth conversations with them about what are the challenges that they're facing and how could their products be better. Um, there's real impact on product roadmaps that comes out of participating in an event like this, not only from uh, lead gen and sales promotion, but also from uh, conversations with end users. And those conversations take place not only on the trade show floor, but in these panel discussions, in the peer-to-peer -peer networking that takes place. And I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't sort of use that as an opportunity to also talk about the Avixa Exchange, which is our online community that allows those types of conversations to then continue forward in a forum uh, similar to what you talked about at the outset. Um, I, it's my hope that you know the, the forums that you're tracking for information and trend identification and challenges and potential uh, areas of coverage for your publication, um, you'll be able to mine the community of the Avixa Exchange uh, for that same content and actually have a much more curated and focused community discussion that um, brings together providers and users to work together towards uh, right. Um, what do you see in terms of, of like a kind of a industry wide shift over the last couple of years? Because I'm seeing, um, you know, as I, as I mentioned at the outset, I'm seeing a lot of, you know, IT folks, you know, posting about how they're tasked with building out, building out their companies, you know, conferencing systems. And um, I think a lot of these systems also, like I said before, are, are becoming easier to use um, kind of out of the box, ready to go. Um, you know, so are you seeing a shift away from the channel and are you seeing companies kind of take this on themselves or, or, or the opposite? You know, what, what are you seeing in that regard? Uh, I think there's always going to be a channel. Um, there's, there's, I mean, that's, that's sort of capitalism 101, right? Yeah. Is that a manufacturer core capabilities or technology development companies core capabilities is um, developing and producing solutions. It's typically not getting those solutions from the factory into the hands of an uh, end user. Um, who does what part of that channel? That's been shifting and evolving your whole life, my whole life, uh, and the lives before us. Um, I, I think um, I think it ends up being. I think I think what I've advised in this, and I don't think it's changed at all because of COVID or because of the sort of resurgence in UCC, is that whenever you are connected within a chain to a link let's say, before you and link after you. If you can't clearly define the value that you are delivering as a link in that chain, then your, um, your, your longevity in that chain is challenged, mm -hmm. right? So whether, you, whether, whether you're a distributor or an integrator or a manufacturer or an end user, um, 
the links that you connect to in front of you and behind you are dependent upon you to deliver value in that process. So how that value is perceived, how it is defined, that absolutely changes with time. Uh, you know, we've watched um, distributors, um, you know, have had initially the value as warehousing, uh, and then it became warehousing and logistics. Then uh, it became warehousing, logistics, and finance. Um, and then uh, finance starts to shift back and forth. The uh, logistics piece, depending on what integration firm and end users working with, may or may not be handled more by a large global integrator than it is by a distributor. Um, And I I think this starts to be, uh, it's why I moved back down to sort of the basics of one plus one equals two. That wherever I am as a business in the value chain, I have to look in front of me and behind me and, and look to whether or not I'm truly providing value and is the value that I'm providing today relevant? That which was five years ago is almost assuredly not relevant today. Right. Um, so some, something other, something else I've noticed, and it, it's it's a little funny. Um, in the IT world, AV does not mean audiovisual; it means antivirus. Um, so I literally saw someone on Reddit posting about how they don't know AV, and someone said. Doesn't that mean antivirus? How, how do you not know antivirus? You're an IT person. Um, you know, so where so where does an IT person start when learning about you know um, UCC systems, um, you know system integration, audiovisual systems? Where where do they go um, for starters? Avixa.org uh, and uh, Exchange itself as well. Exchange.avixa. Um, the, those two places, and then you start the process. Um, it, you can, you're right. I mean, if you Google AV and, yeah. and I don't know that I've done it this month, but I've certainly done it, <laughs> yeah. uh, many, many times since I've been in this role. Um, and, and AV means a lot of different things to a lot of yeah. different audiences. Um, the what I'm happy about from Avix's efforts and execution is that to go audiovisual, Avixa is more and more prevalent, and mm. um, it it's it's evident within our platforms, within our training, and within our communities, both at our events as well as online, that um, there's a there's an enormous amount of resource to be tapped to help those people um, find their way through UCC. Um, just, the, just the perspective of those who have been in the, the AV profession for their career is focused on um, the experience itself, right? I, I mean, uh, you've just lived through what I've just lived through. Go back and look at some of your um, archived uh, Zoom calls from April of 2020 and look at them today and compare the level of lighting and staging and sound quality and camera that have been applied. Those are, those aren't, 
those aren't purely IT issues. Making them work with a USB port, that's an IT issue. Making sure that the uh, protocols can be shared across, those are IT issues. Ensuring that they're secure, um, those are IT issues. But when you layer it on uh, creating an experience in a virtual space, that's, that's IT and AV. Mm. Right, absolutely. Um, yeah, great, Dave. I think that answers the questions I had. Um, unless there's anything else that you know you guys have going on um, in, in a couple of weeks at Infocom that you think IT should definitely uh, check out. Now, I gave you a sort of in the, in the outset, I gave you a, a menu of the various different sort of focused direct right. op, uh, areas. There is, um, I mentioned peer-to-peer. -peer. I will highlight that there is a tech managers forum um, and um, sessions that are wrapped around um, bringing people that are sharing those direct problems together, allowing them to tell the war stories, tell the, the solutions and... Uh, get to know each other and network. Great. Pretty good. All right, Dave. Well, thanks very much. And I'll uh, see you in a couple weeks. All right, Zach, one more thing before we go. Sure. Um, we do have the Avixa Live, um, uh, the Avixa Exchange Live uh, experience that's taking place at on the trade show floor as well. And that, okay. for those... Um, People that have heard me talking now uh, a couple times during this interview about that, that's a place where they'll be able to go and experience that virtual community in a real space. It's um, going to be a pretty exciting uh, place to be on the trade show floor where you can um, sort of dive into that community and really engage with it, uh, not only virtually, but in person. Great, great, great. Good to know. Um, and and for anyone listening, that, that it's just infocom infocomshow.org. Is that right? That's the website for the Infocom show. And of course, yeah. Avixa is at avixa.org. Of course. Very good. All right. Very good. Um, Dave, thanks, for, thanks very much. I appreciate it. My pleasure. It's always good talking to you. And you as well. See you in a couple of weeks.